going on guys your boy lq mr real deal fantasy hq fire content only and this is the fantasy football picks and bets presented by prize picks make sure you guys download the app sign up today using promo code mmn you guys be ready to bring home the gold it's free money people when you sign up they're matching up to 100 bucks so you put in 50 you get 50 you put in 100 you get 100 it's not too late sign up today promo code mmn prizepicks.com so monday night football we have two games it's amazing right how lucky are we so covid has basically taken over cleveland so they had to pivot from saturday to monday so we've got two DraftKings lineups we're going to be talking about later in the show so let's get into some of these prize picks so first up let's start with the passing yards from these quarterbacks baker mayfield is not available at this time we're trending towards him playing, but there is no prop bets for him right now, so he is off the list. So obviously we have to wait for that, but the time of the recording is not available. So let's start with Justin Fields for 180 passing yards. I'm going to smash the over here. The Vikings have given up 251 yards per game through the air. Justin Fields is set up for success, basically with guys like Jakeem Grant. Now, hear me out. Not saying he's like a crazy great wide receiver, wide receiver one, but... He can stretch the field. A chunk of those yards can come in one play from a Jakeem Grant because Justin Fields isn't scared to air the ball out. He is fearless. So, therefore, Jakeem Grant can easily get like a 67-yard touchdown or a 60-yard you know, pass down the field. But you still have Darnell Mooney there, and this is a favorable matchup for guys like you know a Mooney and a Justin Fields. So, I'm going to smash the over here for 180 yards. I love the matchup. Now, moving on to Kirk Cousins. Now, I'm going to hit the over here as well for 265 passing yards. I think this is the matchup that Kirk needs. I think, you know, Bears are only giving up 216 passing yards, but if we take a closer look at that, they faced, you know, a Kyler Murray, which was the weather game. And then, you know, they faced like a Jared Goff, you know, and then they faced the Ravens offense without Lamar Jackson. So if we look at Jimmy G and Aaron Rodgers, both putting up 300 plus yards, I think, you know, Kirk Cousins is a little bit better than, you know, the rest of the quarterbacks I named, like uh, Jimmy G, a Jared Goff, you know, uh, a Tyler Huntley and all these other guys and a broken Big Ben, not to mention. So I feel as though, you know, Kirk Cousins is going to come in, put up this 265. I definitely love the matchup. So smash the over here, people. This is what we are living for. Now let's touch on Derek Carr. Derek Carr is at 245. I'm going to hit the over here as well. It's the last three weeks he's been hitting over this, and I feel like it's very low for a guy who's top five in passing yards right now. So this is obviously smash right here. So, again, no Baker Mayfield, COVID list, trending towards playing, so there's no odd bets right now at the time of recording. So sorry, no Baker Mayfield love. Now, moving on to the rushing yards. Now, we have Dalvin Cook. He is going to hit the over here for 88 and a half versus Chicago when they're giving up 120 yards, points per game. I mean, yards per game. So I feel as though a healthy cook, a not healthy cook, a broken shoulder hook, it doesn't matter, man. Cook is going to put up the yards. He's going to put up the fantasy points. And I feel as though Dalvin Cook is one of those elite runners who's going to just smash the over here for 88 and a half. So I feel as though, you know, they have a good balance between pass and run. And I feel as though Dalvin Cook is the elite runner here in this offense. So obviously smash the over here. Moving on to Josh Jacobs. Now, he's at 47 and a half. So I don't really like the matchup versus Cleveland. I, I understand, you know, Josh Jacobs has been up and down all season with, you know, the passing yards and I'm sorry, with the rushing yards. And I feel as though with him being all over the place, I'm kind of going to just fade him completely. I'm just going to look the other way. I feel as though he's getting uh, increased workload in the passing yards, which is great. I feel as though him being a pass catcher is the upside for him to, you know, basically succeed in his offense with Darren Waller out. But 
yards on the ground. I don't know. I don't know if I get the over under here, so I'm just going to fade him completely. So I'm going to move on to David Montgomery. Now the over I'm going to smash here for the 59 and a half. Now Vikings, you can run the ball on them. This is the matchup that, you know, David Montgomery needs, you know, not to necessarily get the bounce back, but he has the volume. He has the great matchup to where, you know, the Vikings are giving up 130 yards per game on the ground. So I'm very confident Monty can smash the over here. He more likely probably hit, you know, Davin Cook numbers where he's in the 80-plus yards on the ground. So I'm going to definitely hit this with the cupcake defense that the Vikings have. Now, moving on to the receiving yards. Now, this is where it gets great, man. Justin Jefferson, 89.5. This is low. Let's just say that. It's low. Over the last two weeks, he's had over 29 targets. He's obviously the guy there. He's the number one option. I'm going to hit the smash here for the over 75-plus uh, yards the last five weeks. You know, it's really unheard of for a guy like that is so young. Justin Jefferson is going to be elite for the next couple of years, and I feel as though you have to smash the over here. He's one of those guys that, you know, that you just have to hit when he's open downfield. He's got, he's just going to be elite for the next couple of years. I just love me some Justin Jefferson, but moving on to Darnell Mooney. Now this is kind of low for a Mooney based on the matchup that he has. So Phil's though 40.5. I'm going to hit the over here, man. Back to back games. You know, he hasn't been a great factor. He hasn't been, you know, great, you know, for fantasy either. So I feel as though with the tough defense that he had against the Packers and Arizona as well, I feel as though it doesn't give him justice because two weeks before those games, he had over 120 plus receiving yards. So the opportunity is there for him. As long as Fields is on his A game, Mooney can basically smash the over here. So not worried about it. Aaron Rod, I mean, uh, Allen Robinson also not playing. So this is definitely a favorable matchup for Mooney. So full send it. Now, moving on to the fantasy points. I love prize picks because they give you these options for the over, under on fantasy points. It's the best website I ever come across, and it's not even because it's basically presented by prize picks. I love it personally. So sign up today, promo code MMN. Now, moving on. Now, if you don't like the passing yards for Justin Fields and you love the fantasy points for Justin Fields, 15 fantasy points is a projection. I'm going to smash the over here, man. 15 fantasy points from Justin Field when he's a dual threat quarterback. This is a smash, people. So both Chicago Vikings defense are giving up 19 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. So just keep in mind, man, if you don't like the passing yards for Kirk or Justin Fields, you can hit on these fantasy points, man. 15 fantasy points for Justin Fields is incredibly low. He's going to smash this, people. So hit the over here. Now, moving on to Josh Jacobs. Now, like I mentioned before, with him getting the increased workload for PPR formats, you know, with the passing yards, I feel as though Josh Jacobs can hit this 15.5 the over. So I don't think he'll get the job done on the ground. But being that he's getting an increased workload in the last three weeks, 19 targets, 17 catches, that's something I love out of running backs. Dual threat running backs always succeed. And going against Cleveland, I mean, dual threat running backs, they gave up 22 points to a Swift who was kind of like bumped and bruises. So I definitely think Josh Jacobs here can hit the 15 and the five. It's either receiving touchdown or rushing touchdown, either or. I just think the yards, you know, through the air is what's really going to put these points up there for PPR format. So moving on to KJ Osborne, this is this is a weird situation here. So Adam Thielen is trending towards playing, but he is still labeled questionable for Monday night. So. This is based on if he is not playing. K.J. Osborne has the favorable matchup going against, you know, basically an off a, a defense that's given up a lot of fancy points to wide receivers. So if Adam Thielen's out, I definitely like the chances of K.J. Osborne being fantasy relevant to hit the over here for 11 points. But if Adam Thielen is playing, 
This is where you hit the under here on KJ Osborne. So either way, KJ Osborne's going to be on my ticket. So I'm going to hit the under here if Adam Thien is playing because that only shifts him down to the third wide receiver slash fourth option, being that Tyler Conklin kind of locked up that third option in our offense. So I can hit the under 11 fantasy points here. But again, if Adam Thielen is not playing, he has the matchup. This is a matchup for the wide receivers. KJ Osborne should be involved and should be on your ticket to hit the over here for 11 fantasy points. I know it's confusing, so let me break it down. If Adam Thielen is playing, hit the under for 11 fantasy points. If Adam Thielen is not playing Monday night, you put him on your ticket and you hit the over 11 fantasy points, okay? So I'm glad we got that clear. So moving on to Darnell Mooney. Now, he is the number one option. They have him as 11 fantasy points. Obviously hit the over here. He's going against the number one defense, giving up the most fantasy points to wide receivers. 29 fantasy points per game, people, to wide receivers. Darnell Mooney is the number one option. And obviously, if we're going to hold on to Justin Fields, hitting the over on his fantasy points and hitting the over on his passing yards, Darnell Mooney is set up for success, man. So I'm going to smash the over here for 11 fantasy points for Darnell Mooney. Now, a prop for Cleveland. Donovan Peoples-Jones, I'm going to hit the over for 8.5 fantasy points. It's likely that Baker returns. I definitely feel as though Baker's going to play. I, I got my mind set on that he's going to play. So Peoples-Jones becomes a number one slash number two option if George Landry is playing or not playing. So I definitely like how low it is, eight and a half fantasy points. I'll hit the over here for being that he's a liable target for Baker. He is one of those downfield threats as well. He likely to find the end zone this week as well with Baker playing. So I'm going to hit the over here for Donovan Peoples-Jones. This is one of my gamble plays. This is one of those, ugh, hopefully it hits. But I definitely feel as though, you know, Peoples-Jones can put up, you know, over eight, eight and a half fantasy points. Now, moving on to the touchdowns. We all love TDs. Man, Justin Jefferson for 0.5. And then you have David Montgomery for the 0 0.5. It's basically if they're going to score or not. So, of course, I'm going to smash Justin Jefferson, finding the end zone, number one target. Love the matchup. David Montgomery, I'm going to hit no. I don't think he'll get the rushing touchdowns. The Vikings only giving up nine rushing touchdowns. It's not something that happens every single week. But, you know, David Montgomery, I feel as though he'll still get the job done for fantasy. But I just don't think he'll have a rushing touchdown. So, moving on to the DraftKings portion. We have two lineups, people. Two DraftKings lineups. Now, we're going to start with Chicago versus Minnesota. Now, captain has to be the best player on the field. Yes, obviously. Justin Jefferson as my captain. I love it. 16-8. I definitely like the odds of him hitting on a lot of fantasy points. Now, Kirk Cousins in my flex position for 11,000 as well. Definitely, if Justin Jefferson is going to ball out, you got to put the guy who's throwing the ball in there as well to ball out. Now, again, like I explained before, my next flex, K.J. Osborne. I'm only sliding him in at 5'6 if Adam Thielen isn't playing. So I definitely like his odds being the matchup. My next flex, Jakeem Grant. He has that big playability only for 5000 Cheap. I need a guy who's going to be able to make a big impact when he gets the ball, and that is Jakeem Grant. And Allen Robinson, he's not playing. So therefore, they need a second guy to step up. Moving on to a my last flex, to a kicker. Now you're probably thinking, why are you putting in a kicker? You have basically no money left. So with 3,200, I'm putting Santos or Joseph. Either way, you know, I'm going to put one of these kickers in. It's up to you. I feel as though it's going to be a high-scoring game. Now, moving on to Vegas versus Cleveland. Now, this is going to be interesting because, again, I feel as though Baker's going to be playing. I feel as though, you know, Baker Mayfield will be on the field Monday night. Now, captain spot has to be the best player on the field and who has a very favorable matchup, Nick Chubb. 
Nick Chubb. Who else? So Nick Chubb in that captain spot, 16 to $16,200. Um, Next guy for the basically the flex. I love Hunter Renfro, man. He's averaging eight targets per game. He's actually having the same amount of targets as Terry McLaurin per game. I definitely like, you know, Hunter Henry. I mean, Hunter Henry, Hunter Renfro being a guy that's turning into like a discount Cooper Cup. So I love the volume there. So he's definitely going to be in my DraftKings lineup for at 10 4. Now, uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, again, I, I love how reliable receiver he can be. You know, Baker Mayfield is playing. But even if he's not playing, let's say they go with a Nick Mullen. They need a guy they can lean on. They need a guy that they can, you know, basically cater to, you know, if a Jarvis Landry and Baker are not playing. But even if Landry plays, man, I'm telling you, Peoples Jones is one of those guys who has like a subtle volume, but he can make the big plays when given opportunity. So my next flex is going to be a tight end, David Njoku at 5'6", or Austin Hooper at 5'4". Because, again, these are the matchups that you want when you have a backup quarterback like a Nick Mullen if he plays or a Case Keenum if he plays or whatever the case may be. They like to cater their targets to tight ends, and this is the matchup they want going against, you know, a Raiders defense. So I definitely feel as though, you know, the Raiders are giving up some fantasy points to tight ends per game. I definitely want a Cleveland Brown, you know, tight end in my lineup. So at 5'6", David Njoku, or 5'4", if uh, Hooper plays. Um, moving on to the Raiders defense to be as my last flex. So – their defense is at four eight four thousand eight hundred dollars. You're left with two hundred bucks. You know with this entire lineup. Now Raiders defense is only sliding in here if they do end up going out there with a Nick Mullen. So hopefully, fingers crossed, that's what happens, and that you can hit big on the Raiders defense in this lineup. So just to go over the lineup, Nick Chubb is my captain. Hunter Renfro, Donovan Peoples Jones, David Njoku slash Austin Hooper. If he plays, one of these two are going to be in my lineup because you have the money left to do it. And then my last flex will be a Raiders defense. Just banking on basically Baker not playing. So that wraps up that DraftKings portion of it. I want to thank you guys for coming through, watching. Make sure you like and subscribe. Leave a comment below, man, on some of these picks, if they hit or if they don't. Keep me accountable. So I'll see you guys next week for another great episode. Peace.